Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello. We are talking about an incredibly important subject today that is a problem. It's a problem. Y'all, the feeling of having to choose between your success and your continued growth and being present with your family, especially if you are a mother, is one of the biggest things that is recurring with my clients. And I want to walk you guys through the process that all of my clients go through. So, and this is regardless of if you have children or not, so that you can actually be present and show up for your family in the way that you want to, while also continuing to scale the business. The first thing that we have to address is just the reality that when we believe that we have to choose between one or the other, then we stop seeking solutions. And so the way that our brains work is if we close things off, if we accept them as fact, then we are no longer seeking solutions. Versus if we say the phrase that I always tell my clients to reframe into is, how can I? So today I want you to ask yourself, how can I continue to scale this company? How can I continue to sustain the growth that I have already and continue to grow while also depending on where you are and what you're experiencing, show up for my family, be more balanced, be more present, have more peace, have less stress, have less overwhelm, whatever it is. So many women are in the position that they are in where they feel like they have to choose. And what happens is because they choose their business and their family, What they don't choose is themselves. And so this results in a lot of self-sacrifice, which I'm continuing to talk about and will always talk about because I hold the belief that when we prioritize ourself first, that is where we source our success from. But this is going to require some time to change. This is going to require you holding the belief of and the discomfort of being willing to put yourself first. So when you are running a company and your desire is to continue to grow that company, it seems like the right thing to do to prioritize the company. When you are creating a family, when you have a relationship, when you become a new mom, when you are adding children to your family, you know that these are responsibilities that you're taking on. And so you know that you have to take care of the company and take care of your family and take care, hold all of these responsibilities. And so with that, the easy path becomes, I will take care of the company. I will take care of my children and I will ignore or place on the back burner everything else. And the problem here is that 
we start to tell ourselves lies. We start to tell ourselves that when this happens, then I can. We start to express that there will be change once something else changes. And the truth is, is nothing changes if you don't change. You have to lead the movement. And so even though it will be uncomfortable, it is worth it because when you are prioritizing yourself, you are pouring into everyone else. When you are prioritizing yourself, you are actively pouring into everyone else. It is not taking away. That is why we view it, especially as moms, we feel guilty for taking time for ourselves. We feel guilty for prioritizing the things that we want over the things that people want from us. So I want to tell you today what needs to be in place in order for you to continue the success that you've built, to continue to scale and grow a company while also being able to show up as a mom, as a partner, as a friend, as a lover. Because at the end of the day, let me just be really honest with you here. It's easy to get lost in the sauce when you are, and I speak from experience, when you are so ambitious, when you are so driven. Like the women that I work with are trailblazers. They're change makers. They they didn't start their business just to pad their pockets. They started their business because they love it It is their passion and they really desire to bring something different, to change an industry, to change, to to fill a gap, to create solutions that haven't been seen. It's not about anything surface level. It is deep. It is ingrained in them and that's who they are. And so with that, there is the shadow side, the not as pretty side that is, well, Since that is my goal, since I am so ambitious and driven, there will be tunnel vision. I will be focused forward on that. And we know that we only have so much time and energy and how we perceive our time and our energy matters. How we spend our time and energy matters. And so as we're growing, if we're not reevaluating how we are spending our time and energy, if we're not having conversations, if we're not taking an honest inventory around how do I feel and what's going on and where am I going? What am I ignoring? Is it myself? If we're not being honest about that, we're actually cutting ourselves off the knees. What happens is so many women come to me when they are so overwhelmed when they've had panic attacks, when they are stuck in burnout and feeling so foggy and lacking clarity, when they are buried. And so part of our work is just digging them out of the hole that they've put themselves in, truly. And so I first want to remind you that you don't have to wait to get there to get help. I know that how we view help, and yes, this is changing, but how we view asking for help is still There's this energy of weakness around it, especially as ambitious, independent women. Can't I just figure it out myself? Well, truthfully, if you could, then you would. So we first have to ask the question of, with knowing these are my responsibilities, my business, my home, and myself, how can I hold this? How can I grow my capacity to hold this without sacrificing myself anymore. This has to be 
something that you make a choice and decide, and I'm that's one of the steps that I'm going to walk you through, is committing to this change. It's easy to feel in the moment, especially when we are struggling. It's easy to feel in the moment like, you know what? I got to do something different. I got to start going to the gym again. I got to, you know, eat different. I got to get more sleep. I got to delegate more. I need to take this off my plate. I need to ask for more help. I need to take a vacation. And then you do that and then you jump right back in to what you were doing before. And nothing changes if you don't change. And so what I'm going to walk you through, this is four steps that my clients go through so that they can continue to scale, so that they can continue to show up for their family. But we're going to leave the stress and the burnout and the overwhelm and the anxiety. We're going to keep that at bay instead of it being the thing that haunts us, that that lives on our shoulder in the process. Your drive and your ambition, I say this time and time again, your drive and your ambition, I am never, ever, ever going to advise my clients. I'm not here to slow you down. I'm not here to stunt your growth, pull you back. And that is our fear as ambitious women. If I do that, I will fall behind. I will miss out, which is fear-based. That's not the truth. And I'm not here. Anything that I give you as far as steps and solutions is going to be knowing you, knowing how you are, that if it doesn't directly tie to driving you forward in the business, especially, you won't do it. I know that because I am the same way. I need to be able to see how it can directly drive me forward. The reality is, is that if we don't see that, then it's easy to put on the back burner. Just like an example of this is sleep. When I'm talking to my clients about sleeping enough, they're like, okay, it's like in one ear, out the other. Until I bring in, when you sleep, your brain gets what it needs. And when your brain gets what it needs, you become more creative and more innovative. Your brain is your biggest asset for your company because you are the creator. You are at the top, meaning that, yes, you have team members that are coming to you that you are collaborating with, but the ideas still have to come either from you or through you, meaning you need your brain, so you need sleep. So I'm going to make sure that the steps that I give you today are directly tied to the growth of your company. So I can reassure you that, again, this isn't about you slowing down. And that's the problem is that when you're trying to grow, when you're trying to scale, it feels so heavy because you're like, I'm already so successful. I'm trying to sustain the clients, the the contracts that I have. I'm trying to sustain this growth. Of course, when we start companies, the idea is to continue to grow, but I can't see how that is possible with the way that I feel right now, with the responsibilities on my plate right now. And so we have to change that. And I'm going to tell you how. So the first thing that you have to do in order to continue to scale while also showing up for your family, your friends, yourself, is you're going to have to change your expectations. I want to talk just briefly about expectations because this is a subject that has come up a lot for me personally. 
I have very high expectations for myself. And I know that you are the same. When you are so driven and you have this clear vision of growth and the change that you want to create and how you want to do it differently, you put a tremendous amount of pressure on yourself. And that pressure causes expectations. Pressure and expectations are like a circle. They, they, they work together. So it's, it's, you have an expectation, you put pressure to complete that expectation. You create another expectation. It, it creates more pressure. So that's how we have to break this cycle because that's how it works. So knowing that we are in control of what our expectations are. So when you change your expectations, you're automatically just in your energy removing some of the pressure that you feel. And when you remove pressure, you get more clarity. When you have more clarity, you can actually take action and gain momentum. Okay, so first we're going to change your expectations. The thing that like when I think about expectations for myself, I know that I don't have to be in the PTA to be a good mom. Maybe you want to be in the PTA, but I want to, when you're creating expectations for yourself, when you are thinking about what you're actively participating in, the responsibilities that you're putting on your plate, I want you to start asking yourself, am I putting this on my plate because I feel like I should or because I actually want to? A lot of times in motherhood, there is so much pressure around what being a good mom looks like. If you think if what you believe and what your expectation is as a mom is that every time you are with your children, you are sitting on the floor with them eye to eye and you are doing nothing else, think about how hard that is going to make all the other things that come with life, especially if you're running a company. So I want you to think about in all of the areas that you want to succeed in as a woman, as a leader, as a CEO, as a mother, as a partner, all of these areas that you feel a sense of responsibility to, what are your expectations? How are you qualifying yourself? How are you measuring yourself to know if, if you're doing a good job or not? Because oftentimes our expectations are up here and we put pressure on ourselves so we get to like right here And we set ourselves up to fail because we're right underneath where we think we need to be. And that causes us to put more pressure on ourselves, which then causes more stress and feeling like we're just not good enough. We're not quite hitting the mark. So change where the mark is. That's your first step. Your next step is going to be to raise your standards. This is where we get into some discomfort with my clients because the women that I work with, because they care so deeply about their work and about serving as many people as possible, about the impact that they are making with their companies, it feels very scary to raise your standards in any way because of the fear of leaving people behind. And I've felt this fear and I felt this fear So many times when I ask people to raise their prices, when I ask people to change their contracts to include certain terms, when I ask people to have hard conversations in which they're expressing the, the new standard of the company and what will and won't be accepted, that is uncomfortable. I understand 
But again, if we don't sit in that discomfort, and this is change in general, if we are not willing to sit in some sort of discomfort, we won't change. That's how change works because your brain and what you actively participate in, there is a neuropathway that has been ingrained. And every time you actively participate in the same habit, the same thing, the same pattern over and over again, you make that pathway. You just re-ensure that that is the pathway you're going to take. So when you start to create a new neuropathway via change, it is uncomfortable and you have to be super conscious of what you're creating and how you're doing that. And that, okay, I'm not going to have the expectation that this is going to be comfortable. So you're going to have to raise your standards. You're going to have to think about what you will and won't accept. I understand that can cause some panic. I understand that it feels like leaving people behind, but having a set of standards truly is about showing yourself respect reminding yourself of your value. Because again, we have to keep in the back of our mind that the most important asset for our continued growth is us being okay. You cannot run a company at your highest capability if you are chronically stressed, burned out, and overwhelmed, period. I want you to stop lowering your barrier for entry. I want you to stop shrinking yourself to meet somebody else's needs. I want you to stop taking action based upon fear of missing out. And I want you to raise your standards. So after you raise your standards, after you have identified what you want your standard to be, what what will be acceptable, what won't be acceptable, the logical next step here is going to be setting boundaries. Another very uncomfortable action that you're going to have to take. But I want to talk really quickly, and I'm going to go deeper into boundaries in another podcast episode, but boundaries create respect, number one. And there are two parts of setting boundaries that you may not be aware of. We can talk all day about setting boundaries, but if we don't hold them, Nobody believes us. It's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. You can say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm not, I'm not going to work these, this many hours anymore. I'm not going to work on weekends anymore. I'm not going to answer emails after this time. You can say that, but are you holding yourself to it? So there's setting a boundary and then there's holding a boundary. The holding a boundary is where we experience the discomfort. Because again, we have wired ourselves to the certain habits and patterns that we have. And so it is expected in the situation, when the situation arises again and again, that we continue on the pathway that we have neurologically. Creating a new neuropathway. That's really what like habit change, changing patterns, being able to respond differently. This is changing. You have to actively change your brain. So setting boundaries will be uncomfortable. It will require you gritting your teeth and saying, I don't want to do this, but I also know that it's for the greater good. Walking my clients through how to have conversations with clients about new standards, about new boundaries, it's hard. 
There's so much fear. You fear that people are going to quit. You feel that people are going to end their contracts. You fear that people are going to be mad at you, right? And that goes against all the people pleasing that we've been taught to do as women. But boundaries are rules that identify your limits. And I don't like to use the word limits really because I I feel that we really are limitless in what we can achieve. But as far as our energy and our time, there is a certain limit that you can push yourself to. And if you've been around here long enough, you know that I believe in pushing. You know that I believe in going after your dreams and building what you want. But these are rules that identify and protect your limits. I want you to start viewing boundaries instead of through the lens of I'm boxing people out. It is I am protecting my time, my energy, my peace, my happiness, my joy. Every time that you violate a boundary that you've set for yourself, you don't trust yourself. And if we want to be incredible leaders, we have to trust ourselves. I want you to set boundaries based on the new standard that you're setting that align with your personal values, that align with your energy, your time, how you want to spend your day. It was scary for me to say, I'm only going to do client appointments three days a week. I'm only going to work about 20 hours per week. That's scary, but it's worked. I've continued to grow. I've continued to provide a great client experience, but it's worked. I've continued to grow. I've continued to provide a great client experience, and I've continued to grow my family and spend time with my family every single day. It's possible. So you're going to change your expectations. You're going to raise your standards. You're going to set and hold boundaries, even though it's uncomfortable, that align with your values to protect your time and your energy and the new standards that you've set. And then the last part is how you're going to get through the discomfort. And this is the most important part. Because again, we can say that we're going to do something all day. We can say we're no longer willing to accept certain things. We can say that we're no longer participating in certain things. We can say no. We can do all the things that we've seen a million times that we know we need to do. But if we don't do this last step, none of it matters. So the last step here is commitment. It is one of the most powerful words. And I want you to commit firstly to yourself and secondly to everything that you've laid out today. This is how you move through the discomfort. This is how you are able to not just say, I'm gonna, not just take a temporary break. That is what I see Time and time again, that drives me batshit is women reach a breaking point. They reach a breaking point. They implement something temporarily that gives them temporary relief. And then they go right back into what they were doing before. And then they wonder why the cycle continues. This is about breaking that cycle. This is about implementing preventative measures 
which I'm going to talk more about next week, that can actually change the way you lead, change the way you live, change the way that you feel, change the success and the rate of success that you have. This is how it's done. But you have to be willing to sit in some discomfort and recognize and look at yourself in the mirror and say, how I'm doing things isn't sustainable long-term. And so if I don't change forever, if I don't do things differently forever, I'm not going to be able to continue. You didn't start your company to stay stuck. You didn't start your company to feel like shit. You started your company because you wanted to create a change, because you wanted to make a difference, because you wanted to make an impact. You wanted financial freedom. You wanted to be able to work for yourself. I mean, how often do you forget that you're the CEO of the company? How often do you forget that you make the rules on how much you work? How often are you tailoring your services based upon what somebody else wants from you instead of what you want to do for them? These are questions you have to ask for yourself, especially as a service provider. So you're going to change your expectations. You're going to identify what is it that makes me good enough? What, how am I measuring in each of these areas that I'm holding responsibilities for? Then you're going to raise your standards and define how and what will be and won't be allowed then you're going to set boundaries that are going to actually hold you to that. And then you're going to commit. You're going to commit to actually following through. This is something that we see so much marketing around, especially when it comes to exercise and health this time of year, because you know people start and stop. But it's not just health that people are doing this. It's everything. And that's why people don't get to where they want to go. People are so reliant on motivation, on waking, waiting until something's broken to fix it instead of committing and building discipline and resilience. If you can sit through temporary discomfort that will change your life and the way that you run your business and show up for your family forever, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth it? This is the process that you have to go through if you want to be able to hold it all, have it all, and continue to grow without burying yourself in the process. If you have any further questions about this, if you want to dig in deeper to this, again, this is part of the work that goes into my private mentorship, which is a year-long program where I come in as a partner with you and we walk side by side as we're making these changes in your home and in your business and in yourself so that you can become the leader that you're meant to be. So you stop this cycle of burying yourself, of putting yourself last so that you can actually get the success that you are deserving of having. My mentorship is an incredible opportunity for you to change the way that you lead and live forever for you to stop feeling so overwhelmed, for you to stop feeling so anxious all the time, for you to stop being chronically stressed. We are making strategic steps that are going to change how you are doing business and how you are taking action in your day-to-day. 
and we're going to challenge old beliefs and we're going to ingrain new beliefs and we're going to build new habits that allow you to be more successful. And this is a beautiful elite level program for my CEOs who have profitable businesses. They want to continue to sustain and scale, but they want to do it differently. If you want to feel different when you're, le- when you're leading, if you want to stop feeling like your business is running you instead of you're running your business, we start off with a beautiful connection where I will come to you where you are, where you live, and we are going to sit down and we are going to spend a few hours together so we can just connect So I can get all the information from you to know exactly where you are and where you want to be. And that's just how we start. And then over our year together, we're going to meet twice a month. We're going to come together. We're going to create plans and strategy for growth of the business, for growth of you personally, to be able to exit the overwhelm, to be able to exit all the things that don't feel good, that are actually stopping you from reaching your potential. And then you also get a spot at one of my power retreats, which is going to be the greatest experience that you will ever walk through just that in itself. And all of this is combined together for you and a year long experience that will forever change, not just your business, but also your life. So if you are a woman that you know that 2023 has to be the year that you succeed differently, that you grow bigger and wider without putting yourself on the back burner. If you want to be able to show up for your family and continue to scale, I can teach you. We can walk together and you will get this incredible intimate experience from somebody who has been an entrepreneur for 11 years with three little babies. I know how to do this. So thank you for joining me today. Any questions that you have about mentorship, you can go to kelseykenry.com forward slash mentorship and all the details are there um, along with the application. I only take 10 mentorship clients per year and the number of openings I have obviously is based on how many applications are coming in and I will only take so many clients per month as well. Again, my client experience is number one, so I will not overwhelm myself in the process. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope this has been helpful for you and giving you some things to, to think about and some steps to take. Enjoy the rest of your day and we will talk to you next week. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.